Have you been hurt by adventurers questing in your town? The law offices of Hungadunga, 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 and Bellerathon can help. When thoughtless adventurers pursue personal gain by attacking helpless, evil bosses and their minions, it's the common people like you who get caught in the crossfire. Wayward fireballs. Arrows shot in the air they know not where. Summoned monsters who wander away after the battle to victimize unsuspecting peasants like you. And who will champion your interests? Who will fight for your rights? The law offices of Hungadunga, 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 and Bellerathon. That's who. Find our wagon in Barovia near the coffin maker shop. Remember, when so-called adventurers kill things and take their stuff, they can steal your rights to a long life of pointless servitude away, too. Don't stand for it. Find us today. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Writers playing Old School D&D. It's episode 5, and we have someone that really doesn't need an introduction, but I'm going to introduce him anyway, Forbes West, joining the show today. Forbes, where have you been for the past month? Hello, cutie pie. I've been in Japan. Okay, with Arnold? Yep. Yep, I've been doing my thing in Japan. I live in Japan for a month, and I was doing my thing. And I'm happy to be back. You're so happy. Especially after that long lecture you gave me about how I was supposed to play the game. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted. This is Ravenloft. This is actual Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Our, our homebrew. So, Farson Windhook can quote mm, Family no. Guy all day. I don't think it makes sense here in Cartacus. Why would it not make sense here? Well, I mean, like, this is a higher technological <laughs> level than other Dungeons and Dragons games I've played before. There are firearms. I did read the first five pages of the manual. That's good. There's, there's blunderbusses. Blunderbusses. That is the first five pages of the manual is so twelve year old me. But you know that's that's more than we got last season. So I'm thankful for those five pages. Well, you know what? It's because I like you as a DM, Christopher Bohr. It was a waste. He's a big fat mistake. Nasty guy, Christopher Bohr. He said he would take down his pants and moon everyone. Forbes. Forbes. Christopher Bohr is is with us. He's part of the team today. Uh, hey Forbes. Hey, what's up? <laughs> right, why don't we just move on so last time don't give me that crap no see already already it's going <laughs> last time last time the party had reached Harmonia they sang beautifully to pay a reduced toll to get into town it was really lovely I'd love to sing and as they walked through the town a jailer came to them his clothes torn his brow bloodied and essentially press them oh, into service. Wait a to minute. Help Point of order. Stuff. Jailer is spelled G A O L E R. Let's get it appropriate here. What? Chris Porto. Always Chris Porto. <laughs> that was. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? I always said Galler. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Wonderful. Well, so so now that that's solved, 
the party is on their way to the jail. To go. And see. <laughs> this way. This way. Great. I'm just trying to... And as you run along through the city, you see you see a debonair, thiefish-looking man. And Forbes, this is your cue. Hi, I'm a debonair, thiefish-looking man. <laughs> My name is Far John Winston, and uh, you traveling minstrels with your show tunes has intrigued me, and I want to join you on your quest to go with the gaoler to the jailer. So fine, fine, fine. We need more men. We need more swords. As many swords as we can get. Come on, let's go. All right, I got I got a musket too, bro. So I mean, let's do this. So I invite. Wait, I appreciate your cadences. I thought your harmony was great. I thought the presentation was a little bit lacking, but you know what? You kids got something. You're going all the way. Shut to up. Top. Shut up. Let's go. No, I'm not gonna shut up. I'm gonna be. Yeah, fine. You want my help? Oh, oh God, we changed. Oh, it's, it's blackening streets. How late? Did, how late did, of the day is it? Is this afternoon? Did Japan, did Japan make you leave? <laughs> that might be true. They have a visa thing. Anyway, Juko okay. felt that Juko felt that uh, Forbes no longer had what she needed in life. She had her citizenship now. That was pretty much it. She got it all. Uh, Joseph, still a permanent resident. Ha ha, lady. Lady Luck is not playing with you tonight, Miss. All right, the so jailer like, takes you into oh. the jailhouse, and he introduces you to two men-at-arms. One is named Karis, and the other is named... Well, his name is Karis. The other is named Devin and Backy. So you've got Devin and Backy with their swords standing around nervously. The jailer tells you, I, I need to go I, I need to go to the to the control room. Uh, this, control this, room. This, this jail is set so that none can escape. There's a porticolis between every every single uh, jail section. And so I, I'm going to raise them as, as you get closer to the inmate, and then you can subdue him once you've come in contact with him. Wait, why are we doing uh, any, any questions? One inmate? We light a candle in this jail because it's rather dark, as we can see nothing but black. If you go to the, uh, if you look at the lower right portion of your map. I see darkness. Oh, there I, it is. I'm a friend that is, uh, <laughs> that is low it helps. Of the map. I, I have found that it's easier if you open your eyes to fight. <laughs> hey, I don't give a, me a no little jailer. jailer. Hey, listen, oh, I'm part of the group. I got a sassy mouth and I got some wisdom to spread around. And guess what? Who's the inmate? Um, he's just, uh, just, he's a, he's, he's, he's a piece of work. He's, I, he's, he's tough and, and he, he escaped and we've contained him, but, yeah, I, we, you, you have to help. You're, you're obligated by law to help. Uh, now, now excuse me. I would love to help you, my friend, but what are his crimes? Can you explain them to us? And he has left the building. Ah, going. Nice oh, going, Chatty. Bacchus, Backy and Devin look to you and say, uh, "Look, his crimes are a murder and worse." What's worse than murder? murder? Well, he should join the group then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we've all done some things in our background. Let's not get so uh, hasty in judgment yeah, yeah, here. Murder no is no judgment here. here. No, no. If, uh, I must say, back home, worse than murder would be something truly bizarre, like having sex with a 150-year-old tortoise. But these things are almost unknown where I come from. <laughs> you're, you're a nasty guy. I have been many strange places, my friend, and I have seen many strange things. Including a 100-year-old tortoise, apparently. A 150-year-old tortoise. Thank uh, you very much, sir. Yeah, my bad. Where's if the force? If this inmate dies, if this inmate dies, 
he's getting off easy. Now, let me give you some information here that our module has provided about the room that you're in. Now, this room contains a small, very worn table surrounded by several chairs. People seem to have left the room in a hurry, for the chairs have been knocked over, and a deck of cards has been scattered across the table and floor. Several mugs of beer rest atop the table, two of which have been overturned, filling the room with the pungent aroma of hops and barley. Alcohol abuse. Mm -hmm. A small fireplace is set in the wall opposite the table. Is it lit? Well, it may once have held a fire capable of warding off the chill that permeates this place, it holds nothing now but smoldering embers. That's my answer. Uh, A pair of thick oak doors has been set into the north wall. They look strong enough to keep even the strongest of men at bay. A second set of doors, far far less formidable-looking, leads out of the jailhouse to the east. That's what you entered through. A single window placed beside the entrance allows just enough light into the room to make it gloomy without a fire in the heart. (laughs) Lastly, a lightweight door leads off to the west. It is set on hinges that that allow to open in either direction and has no latch or locking mechanism. I say we kill the guards and release the prisoners. What? No, seriously. No, think about it. Like, this guy's gone nuts, right? Well, we don't have... Okay, we only got these two you-know-whos, you know, the looky-loos here. Take them out. Uh, we burn down the jail. We liberate that guy. He's part of the group. He's got something going on, obviously, if the jailer can't handle him. So the guards have drawn their weapons, and they're now looking at you apprehensively. Ah, jokes! Realizing I... that there's a threat within. I joke, I kid, I kid, I joke. Okay. What's like, hey, I think we need to have a fire in that fireplace, though, a roaring one. Guards, uh, which door do we go through to fight this uh, villain? When, 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 we're re- when you're ready, this thick door, we have the key to open, and uh, and then we'll enter the hallway okay, uh, point, through the jail cells. Point of order before we try to do anything else. I cannot move my icon. Mm-hmm. Is there something not enabled there? I can't pick him up and move him anywhere. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else? Can anybody else do theirs? No, I got nothing. Hmm. I'm the same way too. Oh no, no, wait, I no. can move mine. Never mind. Ooh. You guys suck. Am I? Am I not in the right? No, I can't, I can't either. But remember, because this is second edition, it's really theater of the mind, and the icons aren't that important. The icons are completely unimportant as long as you can see the map. Um, well, I think the fighters should go in there and subdue this ruffian. Yeah, you would say that. You, I don't, you know, I already know that I got a problem with you, pal. Why? Why? You don't, even, you don't even know me yet. Inside voice, inside voice. Let's just have to kill the guards and burn down the prison. We'd be heroes. I like the cut of your jib. You're my kind of fellow. But telling everybody that might get us in a lot of trouble. Why don't we lay in wait? Do you not understand what whispers are? Do I have to talk louder to explain how a whisper works? Sure. Yeah, the guards just passed their listen check, and so they hear this too. <laughs> and they're very apprehensive. Uh, I, I think I think the you two, you need to leave now. Us two? Yes, you. All right. You, the, 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 the bard and the pirate-looking fellow. How about we guard the entrance here, and you guys go take this ruffian out? And if there's any trouble, you scream for help, and we'll go get more guards. Yeah, you guys can't take would... a freaking joke anyway. No, no. Th- there's no way we'll turn our backs to you. Okay, how about I go first, then? Rolling dice. They turn to each other and nod. All right. All, All right. right. Yes. 
Why doesn't everybody follow me to the depths of the dungeon so we can all be killed to death? I, I don't take out my... like that idea particularly. I, should... I have this tiny dagger, which I shall draw, and that shall defend us, right? I'm going to uh, cast armor on myself. I'll go to the big double doors. All right. They unlock it. They unlock the doors, swing them open, and you can see the interior walls. So you can see on the map, there's a corridor. The dotted line is where a portcullis is. And the interior walls of this building are made from hardwood, stained dark brown or black with the passage of time. The smell of lamp oil fills the air, and it soon soon becomes obvious that much of the coloration on the walls is soot. As you walk through this area, you cannot help but notice that the dark wooden hallway ahead is interrupted by a series of solid-locking iron portcullises. On both sides of the hall are thick wooden doors with small windows set in them. Only darkness is visible through these windows, but there is an odor of rot and decay and the smell of death drifting into the area from beyond them. Uh, th- yeah, this sounds like this guy was running a legitimate jail. Yeah, we just keep helping him. Sounds right. You know, because every jail smells like Auschwitz, right? Let me ask you, to the guards, I'll say, how many portcullises do we have to pass to get to this rough hit? Uh, well, depending on uh, how far he got, between five and six. Ah, and I see. As he says that, the first portcullis opens, allowing you to move through. Aha! Where was he initially kept? In one of these doors, off to our left and right? Uh, he was at the uh, the far west end. Of course. Are there any other uh, prisoners in here? Uh, there is one prisoner, a spellcaster. Huh. But he should be safe in his cell. And where is his cell located? Inside. Okay. So beyond this portcullis. Yes, that's right. All right. Then I'm going to go down and start walking down the hall through the portcullis. Rather jauntily, I might add. Jason, I'm making uh, regular hide and shadows checks. I failed the first one. I need a okay. 21, 21 or less to, to successfully hide in shadows in here. So uh, I, I suppose as we go into a new portcullis area, let me know and I'll make another check in case I can make it. Right. Yeah. Can, always. Can I detect ahead. noise? I have uh, 15 plus 15 percent. Yes. Go ahead and. Dude, a D100 for me. What did you need? You rolled an 87. Uh, If I have a 15, if I have 15%, does that mean I have to roll under 15 or above 15? That's the way I'm looking at it for my hide and shadows. Under. under. So checks are generally above. So what does that mean? So like I know saving throws are above. Right. It gets lower the higher you go. Okay, so I need to roll. Well, but if that's I, not if I, like move silently and move in sh- and hide in shadows. Right. Uh, those are right, th- yeah. th- those increase those percentages as I right. get as I develop. I think I had I, I think I had to roll under fifteen. Yes, is what that is. Exactly. Okay, groovy. Then I'll also really quickly move silently down to the next portcullis because that's natural too, and I did that because I have fifty percent. Okay. I'm going to keep moving through, but I want to stay in the same section as the guards. I don't want to go through a portcullis unless they are with us, because I don't trust them. What kind of place are they running here? Shh! Give us away! 
Are you able to control your characters now? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, great. I don't even have a go. character, but I don't care. Jack Sparrow, right? Uh, oh, is that me? I thought that was Forbesy. No, no, no. Yay! I'm the other pirate. There is no other pirate. There is another pirate. <laughs> Hell down over there, pirate. No, there's just me. I checked. Pirates? Yes, yeah, one. Yep, me. <laughs> All right. Now, you notice overhead there are um, very sleepy, right? tube-like openings. Seem to be made of uh, hammered hammered copper or brass. And from that, you hear the voice of the jailer, kind of tinny, coming from someplace else. I'll open the next portcullis. Ooh. Intercom. Yeah. Well, like, so, so, like somewhere else behind the uh, the bronze doors or from a different direction? It's like a uh, like an intercom, but, you know. A Ravenloft so, intercom. Some kind of, like, speaking tube or something. Some kind of speaking tube. So <laughs> you guys are still in the corridor, and uh, everything that you can see is open to you. Can I pop hey, on my... the record, I can move my... Guards are now. getting... Just you know. Yeah, I can move. Are the guards pretty keyed up? Um, they are looking around, and they are noticeably scared. Okay. As they enter this next room, I'm just going to step to the side here. And kind of just fade a little bit and say, you know, since they're so keyed up, maybe they'll just forget that I need to be in front. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can I put on my seat player since we have intercoms in the system? They don't forget. Ah. Um, you can assume that your voice might be heard, but whether or not the jailer hears it or not, you don't know until you try it. What's behind this door right here? The guards say that's uh, that's what that's one of the cells. Ah, what would be in there if we opened it up? How how do we know we should be searching these? He could be hiding. Um, well, I I, I can open it. I, I don't. He shouldn't be in here. It's still closed. It was closed when we left. Yes, but is this lad a crafty lad? Like, wouldn't that be something you would do? Is like hide and then pop out behind us and go huzzah! Sword at the back. That's what I, I would wouldn't do. expect. I wouldn't expect subtlety from this one. No. Oh, I see. So, well, so can, wait, can you tell us a little bit more about this prisoner? I mean, is, is I, he... A, I don't he know a... much. I, I don't know much. He's one of the raven hairs, and... Raven hairs? Uh, and, and he was brought in, and he's escaped. What's a raven hair? It's just most of us, as you've, as you've gathered, have blonde hair. Some of us have dark hair. We view them with a bit of suspicion. They tend to have an affinity for wolves, and this one was brought in for attempted murder. Ah, I have raven hair, but I don't like wolves. Yeah. Did you want me to open the cell? Yeah, open it up. Let's check it out. As the door to the cell swings open, an overwhelming overwhelming odor of corruption fills the air. Oh, For a second, you are overcome by it and fear that you may be ill. Mm-hmm. Once you have recovered from this momentary failure in your constitution, you're able to look around the cell. The only items of interest in the dark chamber are a lopsided stool and a tattered and abused straw mat. Define stool. Uh, Three-legged. The hard stone floor of the room is covered with packed dirt, grime, and decaying waste. The floor and walls are stained with a combination of blood, rotting food, and unidentifiable filth. The walls of the room are made from the same dark hardwood as the other interior walls. Many deep gouges and gashes mar them, but they still look very sturdy. A sound of scampering feet can be heard as numerous rodents scatter for cover upon the intrusion of your lamplights, but you never see. But you never seem to be able to get a good look at the shadowy figures. 
Uh, you know what? Again, why are we helping out these guys who are running like a, a concentration camp? Can anyone explain it to me? I mean, yeah, it's they like they sound a bit Aryan, don't they? Yeah, it's like, well, first off, they don't like people with black hair. Second off, we, our jail speaks of death. But hey, help us because there's a bad guy in here. Yeah, okay, sure. Right, unlike all the other medieval jails, which are the, the Swedish model, where they're they're getting college educations. I'm not from the port town of Acadios, okay? I've been on the 16 seas, friend. They won't clean your jails in this. You guys are barred. Maybe you should wait in this cell where it's safe. We'll come back for you. <laughs> yes, we can we can lock you in and keep you safe. Do I notice anything on the walls? Any writings? Uh, specifically, thieves can't. But any messages that might just stand out or jump out as I give a cursory inspection? Uh, no. The only thing you notice are those those uh, claw marks, the, the kind of uh, marring gouges on the walls. I'll turn to the guard. It's like an animal was in here. An animal with claws. Let's keep going. All right, let's sally forth, and then I'll head down the hall. Guard, say, why is he talking like that? Also, all right. <laughs> you ready? You hear a voice. Are you ready for the next set? We're ready, my good fellow. Open the portcullis and send us to our deaths. Hopefully not all our deaths. I have plans <laughs> later this week. <laughs> all right. Oh. I'd like to detect some traps. Okay. Go ahead, I'd on. like to detect some traps. Um, my skill at trap detecting is... Where is trap detecting? Detect traps. Tunneling, escape bonds, bribe, detect illusion, detect magic, read, climb. Find, remove traps. 35. Not likely. Wait. Wow. Wait, did I come up? Did I roll? Oh, 54. I missed. I I missed. You missed the detect trap. Spring, sprung, boom! You don't detect any traps. Sweet! Just don't pull that lever on the wall. What lever on the... All right. Ah. The guards tell you, all right, this is is it. This is it. This is the last portcullis. Well, I've gone as far as I'm going to go, because I don't fight. I'm just a bard. (laughs) He's just a bard. (laughs) I think that's adorable. (laughs) The final... Portcullis opens before you with a creak of turning gears. You begin to feel an awareness that something is watching you. Uh-oh. The door on the last cell has been torn open by some great force. Several of its bars are bent and twisted, as if someone had taken a great hammer to them, and it dangles upon only one of its three hinges. Many deep, parallel gouges are carved into the wooden furniture, making it look as if someone had slashed it repeatedly with a very sharp knife. What creatures do you guards house here? Uh, it, it, it was nothing more than a man the last time I saw him, but it's not a man now. I think you're a big old fat liar. I, I agree with him. I agree with this guy. 
Yeah, you're a but that's okay. I'm one too. Only not big old and fat. Wait, how can you be a liar if you say you're a liar? Wait, that's... is everyone is everyone ready? And please be quiet. Why would you be what? quiet? I'm, I'm sorry. Gone. What? <laughs> I'll talk louder. You guards are up to something here. I don't know what kind of a show you're running. I suggest you fighters organize some kind of plan how to subdue this person. Oh God. Uh-oh. As you peer into the pitch black cell, two evil yellow gleaming eyes look back at you. The hair on the back of your neck stands up as you realize the eyes are too far apart and round to belong to any human. From this seemingly endless patch of darkness, a guttural growl issues forth to fill the room. Faster than your eyes can follow, a huge gray wolf-like creature springs forward and attacks you. There is murder in its eyes and blood on its claws. Too bad we can't stay. <laughs> So, the uh, the this creature bounds immediately towards one of the guards, and you notice it has a pattern of attacking three times, slashing with one claw each. As we stand then, back and analyze his <laughs> and then bite. Yeah, three times every time he hits that poor guard. Claw claw bite. A claw claw the first, bite. Exactly. Yeah, the the three attacks drop the first guard. Ooh. Well, he did his job. Let's go. He's so the first guard is dead, and now we're going to roll for initiative. As a party, we decided we're going to go individual for this to make it a little bit easier for our mage. All right, groovy. Christopher Borg gets his way again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, the initiative button is not coming up. Yeah, yeah. The second edition doesn't have that style of initiative. Oh, we oh, just roll. 20? We're just going to roll and... The reason I'm asking, mm-hmm. the, the cheat sheet I got here says 1d10. Yeah. Used... Yeah, it's a, it is. It's a, it's a d10 roll. Okay. It yeah. used to be a d6. Used to be. Did you have... for when you DM next time. Hi, Dave. Reaction adjustment, you add that in to your roll. Yeah, and... and uh... I rolled a right, 7. Just... Do you want higher or lower? Uh, you want higher. Oh, sweet! Why am I not seeing my roll? You rolled a two, Alistair. Yeah, you rolled two. All right, rolling D10. Five. Did you watch Stranger Things, Forbes? I thought I would have taught you how to play (laughs) (laughs) D&D. I did watch Stranger Things. That is a great series. It is! Yeah, that's like one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. That's like no joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone who doesn't like it is just a hipster, okay? <laughs> yeah, now we have to wait eight months to see what season two looks like. I am. Okay, well, with those thoughts, with those thoughts, as we roll our initiative <laughs> and talk about how great Stranger Things is, we're going to close this week's episode of Sci-Fi Writers playing old school D&D. I want you to come back next week and find out who among the party is brutally killed by our werewolf frontier? Probably going to be Forbes. Yeah, I, we are lucky. Last time, but I wasn't killed. I got turned into a werewolf. That's party true. vote Forbes. Uh, like no, Forbes. it's a party vote. I'll party vote mom. Did you say party boat? Because I'm all over a party vote. <laughs> party vote. Party vote. Right, Thank you for joining us.
This episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D was brought to you by the law offices of Hungadunga, 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 and Bellerathon. Peasant class actions are our specialty. Ah! I'm Chris Porto, author of The Serenity Strain, Ironheart, your host and producer of this podcast. Our executive producer is Jason Ansbach, author of Till Death. Kevin G. Summers, author of The Bleak December, designed our epic logo. You can pick it up on hoodies and shirts over in our Green Dragon Loot Shop. The shop's logo was created by the lovely and talented Guinevere Boar, our magic user's spousal unit. Go check out the Loot Shop, our bios, and more at OldSchoolDnd.com. That's O-L-D-S-C-H-O-O-L-D-N, as in Nancy, D.com. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.